chosen creed. You don't see too many like me. Cause I, cause I am. One of the reasons you do what you do when you want to be me instead of you. Cause I, I am. Still on beat. Showing love to the streets. Come on, you know me. Cause that's who I am. Good afternoon, Shock Jocks, coming live to you from Cherryville, North Carolina, and the KTC Broadcasting Studios. I'm Kevin Hastings, along with Hunter Yancey, and we've got a big day of sports. Uh, not, I mean, kinda, no Sorta. actual games, but Nothing, no some games. announcements. We still have no games. Some changes, some news in the Cam Newton. We're wondering what he's been doing for all this postseason News, uh, don't know who he'll be quarterbacking for, Hunter? Yeah. But the big news on the street is that the Carolina Panthers have released uh, Cam Newton uh, mm-hmm. after nine uh, seasons uh, in Carolina. Um, I want to give you some pertinent uh, numbers and details. If, mm-hmm. uh so in nine years, Cam only had three seasons over five hundred. Yeah, uh, one of those uh, he only started eight years, um, ten or more games. Of course, with last year's only uh, six was eight games, six and two, or the no, the year before was six and two, and then yeah, last year was zero oh and two. So um, only three seasons over five hundred. Hunter, all three of those seasons. Yeah, uh, were the only three seasons that Ron Rivera put together a top ten defense. Every season, they Cam Newton did not have a top ten defense. He did not have a winning season. Uh, rookie year, he was six and ten. Kyle Allen was six and seven. Ron uh, Jake Dillholm had a better win percentage and more seasons over five hundred, and they both lost a Super Bowl. And it all ends, Hunter. After Kyle Allen going six and seven, Coach Rivera, Cam's coach, has a chance to bring in Cam if he wants him, Hunter. Mm-hmm. And instead, 
trades a fifth round draft pick for Kyle Allen. Yeah. And Cam Newton is released because the Panthers cannot find a trade partner. If I told you that last July, that in a year, the Panthers will have to release Cam because they can't find a trade partner, uh, but they could trade the backup quarterback, not named Will Greer, yeah, for a fifth-round pick. Wait a minute. Two? It's not, this, is, this is the key where Kyle Allen wins. It's not that he just got traded. He got traded to Cam's coach. Rivera. So Cam's coach did not want Cam enough to get him. He traded a fifth rounder for Kyle Allen. For Kyle Allen. Hunter is a Redskins fan, so he's mm-hmm. tied into this stuff. Yeah. Uh he's been scared of the Cam Newton to the Redskins bulletin for the past few weeks. And it looks like Hunter I got we got the you other may Carolina miss Panthers. It. You yeah. guys uh, I, I sent we out got a text. the other Carolina we got the other Carolina Panthers. I sent out a text that the Panthers trade their starter to Washington and and then all kinds of confusion come comes it across was, my text. Like and it was I got called Kyle all Allen. kinds of names. <laughs> it was Kyle Allen. Because I sent that to more than just y'all. Oh, I know. I, be- <laughs> everybody I believe got, that. Everybody got that that one. So Hunter. I don't know where you want to start. Um yeah. let's let's go backwards, I guess. Start with the fact that what it says about Obviously, Rivera knows more about Cam's health than anyone else, doesn't he? Yeah, he was. I want people to remember. Well, he was he's, there over halfway the season last he's year. He's dealt with Cam his whole career. Yeah, I mean, he knows Cam Newton. And for you guys to say no to Cam Newton mm-hmm. and trade a fifth for Kyle Allen, who got the same as Calais Campbell. I mean, think about it. no trade compensation for Cam Newton. And you got trade compensation for Kyle Allen. If I'd have said that last year in July, y'all would have all told me I'd have lost my mind. So starting with that mm-hmm. and what Washington's decision is and back up into what Cam's going to do and where he's going to be going from here. Well, Washington's decision to go after Kyle Allen, to me, I thought it was kind of surprising. I thought that maybe Kyle Allen was just going to get released by Carolina uh, since they did move in the direction of P.J. Walker. The most honest, well, well, since they did that, yeah, that changes things. Um, the 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 craziest thing to me about it um, was I didn't think Kyle Allen was getting moved at all. Really, you so, thought he was just going to be a backup? He was too cheap. It was two million dollars to keep him. So you, you, if you have a quarterback that wins six games and six out of thirteen games for two million dollars, that's a pretty decent deal. Yeah, it's decent. Obviously, and... Rivera wanted him, right? Well, here's this is what I was getting at though. We See, moved <laughs> we moved for him. Mm-hmm. Because Scott Turner was his offensive coordinator while in Carolina. so And Scott Turner is now the offensive coordinator in Washington. So what they really wanted to do, this is all the reports I have read. These are reports. And I kind of internally believe this as well. They believe Kyle Allen and Dwayne can be on the same level when it comes to having a quarterback competition coming into next year. It's not going to be just... A guy that comes in, he's the bona fide starter, and it's going to push back Dwayne's development. Because I, th- I think Rivera has bought into, okay, we, we have to develop and see what we have with Dwayne. With their, That's what he said yesterday. Yeah, basically. with there being, I think there's going to be a pushback on when the start of you know training camps can happen. It might be a shorter training camp period, shorter OTA period. You're now bringing in a guy in Kyle Allen that Dwayne Haskins can go to and ask questions to 
Because they're both young, and they both obviously are just happy to be in the league. Mm-hmm. So I don't see why they wouldn't you know, work together. It's a team sport. Since Kyle Allen has been in Scott Turner's offense, if Dwayne can't dir- get directly in touch with Scott Turner, he can work out with Kyle Allen. Now, I want people to remember this, too. Right. Don't think Kyle Allen just is coming in and getting the starting job because he was there underneath Rivera and won some ball games. Kyle Allen and Ron Rivera lost to Dwayne Haskins and the Washington Redskins, and Rivera was fired the, ne- the following week after that game. So don't think it's just Kyle Allen's coming in and they're trying to make this the Washington Panthers, okay? I mean, it's great when you can bring in players that understand your system. It makes the transition period a lot smoother for Rivera to come in and kind of have some success early. Now, I'm not going to lie, I was very surprised that we did move for Kyle Allen. Yeah, I thought, I thought clear as day, I thought Jameis was coming to Washington. If it wasn't Cam... I thought Jameis was going to end up in Washington because I think, and I've said this, I'm pretty sure I said this two or three weeks ago, to me, a good comp for Dwayne right now is Jameis. That's a good comparison. Right. Both of them, not super athletic, but they can get out of the pocket if they need to be. Both of them have wicked arm strength. Dwayne, There's no question in Dwayne Haskins' arm strength. It's the same question that everybody has with Jameis. It's decision-making. I know he only had one year, so his decision-making is probably what every rookie quarterback is going to do coming into the league that's not, you know, Andrew Luck, who came in and went 11-5. and five. You know, th- th- those guys are rare. They're special. The I Paytons, my, the on. Elways, all of that. Um, I think you, I got my notes here. Yeah, Hunter. I mean, you still have your notes on, on first-round picks. They're somewhere. I think Andre threw them away. Come <laughs> and cleaned up and... And fussed at us for how messy we were. Dang it, Andre! But I think he threw something. On. I'm not seeing my notes in the corner. But I'm just that was that was an award for Philip Russ the other day, who was in here just the other day, and I didn't yeah. get it. Give to give it to him. Yeah. Uh, but you but you understand what I'm saying though. Like uh, comparison wise, it's the decision making right between Jameis. Oh, it's right here in front of oh, me. Oh, it's right, right gotcha. there. Yeah. Uh, first round overall one number one picks. Only seven of them have won the Super Bowl. Right. So uh, first round. Draft picks have only won 28 of the 54 Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. So, um, if you look at it that way. But how But how many, and do you have in front of them, though, their rookie season? Yeah, I like, got, like, I got, like I got those overall. guys, those seven guys. So, that's why, to won. me, so and that's Plunkett, why, Plunkett, yeah. uh, added together, Joe Namath, Jim Plunkett, Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, Troy Aitman, John Elway, and Terry Bradshaw are the only quarterbacks picked one overall and won a Super Bowl. Of those seven quarterbacks, they won 16 Super Bowls. 28 Super Bowls have been won by first-round quarterbacks altogether. The overall record of those seven Super Bowl-winning overall first draft picks in the first in the first year of quarterbacking is 20-54-1. and one. Bradshaw, 3-5, and five, LA 4-6, and six, Aitman 0-11, oh Eli 1-6, Peyton Manning 3-13, and 13. And Jim Plunkett six and eight, Joe Namath three five and one. So that to me is exactly why I think you know I can't put a lot of blame on Dwayne because he was a rookie and he really never got a chance to start a full season. He only maybe started the final four games of the year. So I'm fine with that, and I think Jameis is a good comp as of right now for Dwayne. Just decision making problems. He'll hopefully learn that 
as time progresses and they work with him a little bit to develop him more. Bringing in Kyle Allen, I don't think is a is a bad thing either because either way, whether Jane, whether Jameis, whether Dwayne shows out or Kyle Allen steps up and proves that he's starting caliber quarterback position, you know, and can and be yeah. a face of the franchise. We got two quarterbacks right now for dirt cheap, which means we can put money everywhere else. Now I got mad again. This weekend at my Washington Redskins, because what did we do once again that we've done? It seems like every offseason, either in the draft or through free agency for the past six years, we've picked up one more running back. We got Peyton Barber. We have five running backs on the roster right now. (laughs) Five. Who needs five running backs? Uh, A, A running back by committee is fine. That's usually two to three. What are we doing with the other two? Wasting roster spaces for other guys that can play? I don't understand why you guys... Um... We drafted Bryce Love last year. I mean, and he didn't even get to play coming off of an injury. Darius guys got injured but showed flashes when he played. So if you're just scared because everybody's going to get injured, it seems like now you can just pick up a running back off the street. I don't see why you have to take up a roster spot for him. We have other needs like cornerback. We just traded away our number one corner, Quentin Dunbar, for a fifth-round pick to Seattle. Like, we've got other pieces that we need than running backs. But that's beside the point. We can get to what my team is doing later. When it comes to down to the quarterbacks and getting Kyle Allen instead of Cam Newton for the Panthers, I I told y'all, I said it. I said, I don't see Cam Newton coming to Washington because I think Rivera's done with him. And I think that's exactly what it seems like this, that's, what that's what happened. It's, you know... We had success with Kyle Allen in this offense. This defense is going to be a lot better than it was, than Carolina's defense was when I was there my final year. I've got a better defensive coordinator right now in Washington. So if he beats out Dwayne, all's fine and dandy because I get to ride on the back of a guy that knows the offense. I don't have to teach him new language and teach him new jargon. And, you know, to me, it was just, I think it was a safe trade for a guy that we've seen has starting caliber potential, mm. and maybe it's just a better fit here in Washington. All right, so it looks like there is no Cam in Washington. None. Looking and, at it from the Panthers' perspective. And there's no Cam in Carolina. Have the Panthers, I mean Hunter. Yeah. Pass. I mean, for the Cam lovers, they're going to have to, you know, they're going to have to get over it for a second, but... Oh, I saw somebody on Twitter literally said this was a waste of the, one of the most talented quarterbacks <laughs> to ever play in the NFL. And I was thinking, in what, on what planet? There's a difference between most talented and most athletic quarterback. Cam has his... Um, and even then, I can Cam make has a, a fan club like the Beyonce folks. Well, he does. He does. But even then, I could, you know how I said... I just made the comparison. There's the difference between the you know one of the most talented and one of the most athletic. I could even argue Lamar Jackson is just as athletic as Cam Newton is. He's just not six six and like two seventy. Well, that that obviously he's not he's not built like a defensive end. Listen, there's been more. There's been faster quarterbacks. There's been more athletic quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. What what made Cam different was that what you just said that he was bigger than the defensive backs. Mo- most Run defenses, Hunter. Um, the quarterback is is usually contained by either the corner or the safety on a lot of the runs. 
when they do the read option, run pass option plays, that puts it on the outside linebackers mm-hmm. to, to cover that. Now, what that would do, if you'll go back and look, uh, if you can, um, his average scoring touchdowns. Yeah. Um, it was like I'm gonna have two yards or something. Right. Um, it, was, it was not a big margin. So what I'm saying is that, so Vic and Cunningham, when they got near the goal line, mm-hmm. weren't used as running options. Like Cam was. Like Cam was. And if you'll think about it, Cam was used like Tebow was. Mm-hmm. And Taysom Hill was used. And that's as a running threat because if they do get matched up one-on-one with a DB, they, they can get an extra yard they win. on size. Yeah. And that's what been that's what's been Cam's biggest thing of it. When he does the Superman stuff, he's diving and jumping as long and, and tall as he can. Yeah, he's not faster than Vic. He's not. I don't think he's more athletic than Randall Cunningham. Um, Cunningham's still the all-time leading rusher for quarterbacks. Um, Hunter, one stat I, I like to look at um, is the all-time um, it, it, yards per rush. Yeah. Okay. So Cunningham is number one. All time. Okay. Number two. Or did they change that up? Well, Vic, how did Cunningham was on it the, the other day? I guess it's gotten, it's moved around. All right. Maybe I got to mix up. Vic is number one at 7.0. Cunningham, two. Yeah. Cunningham's one in total yards. Vic's one in average. Cunningham's number two in, y- in yards per attempt. Uh, Jamal Charles is fourth. Jim Brown is fifth, and Cam is actually sixth. So I I, I don't want to take that away from him. What, what I do want to say is that he was used differently because people bring up the rushing touchdowns. Yeah. It, it is the ones that, that they'll bring up, and he was used differently. You can go in, and, and what's cool about these, these pro football stats, you can go in and click on uh, his actual scores. Mm-hmm. So you go in and, and go into Cam's. And scroll down. Of course, it's trying to do something different than what I was trying to click on there. But it'll tell you all, every touchdown he's ever had. Game logs, postseason splits, fantasy touchdowns, touchdowns. Oh, that's why I, I hit the wrong button, Hunter. Hit the wrong Click button. On the wrong link. I'm going to pull this up for our fans at home. So, all right, here we go. We've got Cam. So let's di- uh, dissect his, his touchdowns, Hunter. Yeah. Um, Holman Road, 29-29, exactly the same. Uh, distances, here's the one I wanted to look on the far right here. I Folks at home can't see. I'm going to have to move over just a little bit for you there. All right, far right here. Moving my mouse on on the screen. All right, so for distances, he has, let's see, 25-27, 58 touchdowns. 60% of them, 31, are three yards or fewer. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's what I'm getting at yeah. with, with 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 cams, and then if you go to Mr. Vic, go to his scoring, and and it tells a different score. So so one of the things I've always I've always said and talking about Cam and his scoring is look, go look at um, Jonathan Stewart and D'Angelo's touchdowns are way down in those years because they're playing of Cam. And and what I was yeah. saying is that he's 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 ciphering up. You got three downs before you kick, right? Right. So if Cam keeps a, a run, that's you got one run for the running backs, mm-hmm. one run for the quarterback, 
And then third down, we can do whatever we want. Pass run. Whatever. Most other teams is two options for the running back as opposed first to, down, second down. To, to the quarterback. A lot of them now, though, show analytic-wise, if you throw on earlier downs, you've got a better percentage right. of converting. So now it's starting to become more of a... If it's the running back option, it's what they're all doing with like Christian McCaffrey and Alvin Kamara. Swing passes. Mm-hmm. You know, hit them out in the flat maybe two or three yards and then letting the playmakers work. Um, that that's kind of what it's it's going to now with the uh, you know analytics and maybe throwing on first down. But you know, I agree one hundred percent. I've always said Cam Newton has got an advantage over everybody else because as soon as he receives the ball, whether or not it's under center, all he has to do is lay over, right? And he's already taking up two or three yards. I mean, the, he's just massive. I'll never take that away from Cam Newton. He is a physical freak. Somebody that is that big can run that fast, but you can't just look at the physicality and how much of a freak of nature he is like that and not take into consideration what is being asked out of his position, which is to the quarterback. The definition of the quarterback is not receive the hike and run. Mm. You know, that's... That's usually the running back. He gets the handoff from the quarterback. The quarterback is a point guard. He's supposed to run, he's the, supposed run to, the team. He's supposed to run the team. He's the he is not the floor general in basketball. He's the field general on the offense. He's supposed to, of course, read coverages and facilitate the ball to your playmakers. This is why you draft wide receivers. This is why you draft running backs because their job is when they get the ball, they make a play. Right. They make the play. The quarterback's job is to get the ball to the playmakers. Patrick Mahomes has said it the best. This is a quote from him. Of course, I'm paraphrasing because I do not have it in front of me. He said, all I want to do is get the ball to my playmakers and let them work. Mm -hmm. And and it's very helpful. I will admit it 100% that he has the amount of talented playmakers around him. It really is. Cam has had maybe two or three great playmakers with him in his whole career. I'll admit it. They have not gotten him the greatest of weapons. They've they've had studs at running back. They have had studs at running back, and they've had probably one of the most, I would say, maybe a top three or five tight end in the league consistently in Greg Olson. In Greg Olson. Because to me, I'm just considering when Gronk was there, uh, Travis Kelsey, and and George Kittle's like brand new. He's like in his second or third year. So I could see Greg Olson being in five. But don't forget about Jason Witten there, Hunter. Well, Jason Witten, go ahead. That's fine. That, Jason Witten, obviously, with his age now, is kind kind of going down. But if you want to talk about just playmaking ability and yak, yards after catch, I mean, it's Greg, it's Greg Olson's up there with, with Kelsey and them. All right, comparing Cam to Vic on the distances, here's a quick. 54% of Cam's runs are three yard, th- touchdowns are three yards or under. Mm-hmm. Vic is the complete opposite. He's fifty percent or more than three yards of his okay. touchdowns. Yeah. So the and and that's what I what I was getting at on some of this is that that Cam was um, a goal line. He's a goal line monster. I mean, he's a big old big old boy. Um, let's see, his first year in the league. Yeah. He had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven one yard touchdowns, and then four the next year. One the, the next year, then three. He wins. Hunter, when's the last time Cam Newton rushed for a touchdown? Rushed for a touchdown. I'm going to say it was in 2017. Is 18. 18. O- October of 2000. 
Because I know when Scott, well, 18. When Norv came in, they really tried to limit the amount of hits Cam Newton was going to take. And so they didn't quite let him run as much as he obviously probably wanted to, uh, as much as he knows how much of a dual threat he is. Um, they, they really tried to limit how, the amount of hits that he was going to take because they probably foresaw this in the future. Right. They saw that, look, after a while, Cam, all these hits are going to add up. You're going to become available whether you like it or not. And if you get a major injury, there's going to be concern on whether or not you will ever be the same quarterback that you were. There's always been a question mark about his his accuracy. What happens? He gets a shoulder injury, has to have shoulder surgery. That's already a big red flag for somebody who already had a question mark on accuracy. <laughs> so, Hunter, like, exactly. Your, your inaccurate quarterback had shoulder surgery. How do you feel about yeah. that? Yeah, and it wasn't not, on his— Not it, good. I was well, say, not on his, and it's not even on his non-throwing it, shoulder. It's on his throwing shoulder. Well, can he run? Well, can he—well, it's okay, guys. He's a running quarterback. Oh, but he had surgery on his foot, too. So a non-accurate throwing quarterback— who runs yeah. has had foot and shoulder, shoulder surgery. surgery in the last two years. All right. And the team has not come out and revealed anything about the status in his rehab coming off of this foot injury. He, he Cam himself can put out as many workout videos as he wants, but at the end of the day, that's him, and he gets to control what he shows. Mm-hmm. That's, not, that's not a doctor coming out and saying, Yes, you are 110% clear to partake in physical activity or at least hitting, running on the foot. So, to me, I think that's the question mark on Cam and why he's really had no suitors, as well as what Cam Newton does best. I said this last week, I'm pretty sure, while Philip was here. What Cam Newton does best is not special anymore. It's not special that he can run. Lamar Jackson is out here breaking single-season rushing records as a quarterback held by arguably one of the greatest rushing quarterbacks ever in Michael Vick. Even the guys that aren't known as run-first quarterbacks can at least move and get out of the pocket, extend plays, and get you maybe an extra five yards if a play breaks down. So what Cam Newton was known for, quote-unquote, doing best, Mm -hmm. it's not special anymore because they all move. Everybody moves. I could even argue that even though he's not as big, Russell Wilson is just as good of a dual threat quarterback as Cam Newton is mm-hmm. because he's not well, run he's a better first. Passer as well. He's a better passer, but he's run when I need to. The, that's that's the biggest key is when when do you take off if you, you if your first option because it's always more dangerous. I've, I, listen, we've seen Michael Vick on the field. That yeah. is the most dangerous person with a ball in his hand scrambling in mm-hmm. the history of the NFL. I don't care what you say about anyone else. That is the most dangerous person RG3 scrambling. RG3 could have been it if he doesn't blow his knees out. But even that comes back to... I don't know to, if he's that fast, but it had been good. But even that comes back to, I think, what you're alluding to is it, well, you got to know when to run and when to right. get down because that's right. what blew out. So, that's what ruined so, RG3. So all those Vicks are, you know, that's the difference between him and Pat Mahomes. Yes. And Aaron Rodgers is that... When you roll out, if you'll go left or right first, then take off. It, it, Tony Romo, whatever you want to give him credit for, I thought was one of the best pocket presence quarterbacks mm-hmm. I've seen. How many times did he spin 
with like J.J. Watt breathing on his neck and didn't touch him. Well, Tony's had so, a lot of quote. You can put in quotations miraculous right, plays where right. he should have. He's just a been basketball down. player. So these basketball players that play quarterbacks, when you play basketball, just like in soccer, you hey, you always throw it different. You know angles. who else was a basketball player and he was a damn good one in high school? Nick Foles. Out, well, and <laughs> he's now a national champion. Joe Burrow. Who's the, so he was last state basketball player? Uh, the the basketball. I the if they played basketball, I like I like them. So Romo, you know what I was gonna say is like so Vic, if he could have ever done like Romo did and Darren Rodgers did once they make that initial move and Russell Wilson even does it. Your first move to evade a sack should be to look downfield and find someone else. I know exactly what you're talking about. Then go. And that's the difference between the running quarterbacks and the good quarterbacks. So Hunter, I want to compare real quick. Uh, Cam's 30 years old, right? Yeah. So at age 30, at 29, he had 100 carries. Yeah. Okay. Randall Cunningham's last year with 100 carries was 28. Michael Vick's last year with 100 carries was 30. Mm-hmm. Cam, Just about the time. In Cam's year 30 year, he only had, uh, no, God, that's not carry. Yeah, he only had five carries last year. So yeah, you know. all three of them mm-hmm. at the age 29 and 30. Yeah. Do you expect if Cam comes back to rush 100 times? It depends was, who the coach I'll, is, I'll, what I'll you want to do. Depends where he goes and what the coach wants. If out he's of him. healthy, but but the thing is, at some point, what you were talking about earlier is that you have to make plans. And one thing I never understood from teams that have running quarterbacks, your backup should be a like running him. quarterback. Because guess what? After let's say Hunter, you know Cam scrambles for thirty or forty yards, or Lamar Jackson scrambles mm-hmm. for thirty or forty yards. It's, let's say you're coaching Lamar. Wouldn't you rather have say? So when a, when a receiver catches a 40-yard pass, what does he do? Takes he just off. walks off the field. Yeah. And he's not playing the next play. Mm-mm. So wouldn't it but the quarterbacks go back to the huddle and play and they're huffing and puffing got to do the same thing over again. Yeah. Wouldn't it be better to every now and then have someone like Taysom Hill or Tebow that could come in off the bench, RG3, run the exact same offense but mm-hmm. do the RPO action, do the movements, do yeah. all that and put the pressure on the defense then when Lamar comes back or Kans comes back in the next play be able to run the same thing, give the guy a break and everything. But instead, you run him into the ground with these 100 yards of carry. Cam's had 100 yards every year, but one, 2016, he had 90. And that's when he only played 14 of the 16 games. Every year he's played the 16, he's had the 100. Once they get to this age and what we were just talking about, you're building up run, building up run, building up run. 100, that's 100 times. Let's say, just for posterity's sake, let's say 80 of those, he didn't. He, he was tackled. Yeah. So that's 80 times... Your quarterback was thrown to the ground at some, at a year unnecessarily. A year, yeah, and you're, that's five plays a game. Just say not considering, I mean, not even considering him in the pocket getting sacked. Divided by sixteen, that's five plays a game. Your quarterback is 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 running, mm. and you're calling it getting hit, and you never know which hit. It's not that the getting hit hurts. I would say ninety percent of the injuries are from hitting the ground. Mm-hmm. You someone steps on your foot. Or you're going down to the ground and, and a defender, the defender hit Romo, need Romo in the back and, and hairline fractured a, a back muscle, a backbone. Um, and he was going to the ground. So it, you never know which random hit could do some type of injury like that. And, and, and they've got to prepare for that. So, you know, we're at a line right now with Cam in his career. He's got to make a decision like Randall Cunningham did. And I know Cunningham had Randy Moss. 
but at, at that point in his career, after age thirty, let's see if I got it. Let's see my differences in the okay hunter. The uh, let's look at the differences in 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 any of his passing. After age thirty, he he retired. Uh, after age thirty two in, in in Philadelphia, so he comes back to Minnesota, and let's see, career in Philadelphia and Minnesota. He completed five percent better of his passes. Uh. Two yards more per pass, one yard more per uh, uh, poor yard yard per catch. <clears throat> How about he was getting thirty five more yards a game, and he increased his rating from seventy eight to ninety four. He didn't join the Minnesota Vikings by the Timberwolves until age thirty four. So up until then, all of that was not. It, it was a little bit lower, and he was relying more on his athleticism. So he, he gets to Minnesota and starts putting it together a little bit better. Of course, Randy Moss and Chris Carter mm-hmm. helped that quite a bit, but Randall made made the change to adjust enough to where he can still throw certain balls and certain plays. And Cam will need weapons, but he's got to well, be able. He, he's got to be able to make that change. Well, now here's that. this. That's all fine and dandy for Cunningham because guess what? He had options. Right. As of right now, Cam Newton's throwing to himself. Because he's throwing mom Santa. I mean, Ain't that I, who he's working out with in Atlanta? I, I have no idea who he's working out with right now in Atlanta. But I will say this, Cam. You gotta. I don't know what your market is right now. That's the big. Because thing. most of the teams are either in place to where the quarterback that they have made a move for now is going to start. Or they're drafting. Is one. it just Miami? I'm telling you, I said Miami was a landing spot, and L.A. If they weren't sold on Tyrod, they're, they're they're coming out with everything saying no. It says the Panthers tried to trade him to the Chargers and they didn't want him. But if you're you know if you're the you're the PR department, you wouldn't you rather have Cam than than Tyrod Taylor? Yeah, um, and so and besides, what everybody's talking about anyways is if it's not the top two quarterbacks in this draft. They're going to be slight projects. So why mm. would you not bring in a veteran quarterback and then go ahead and draft the Jordan Love? I'd get Cam and Tua. Or, or, you know, if you can move or up and get Tua. Love. Get in, maybe even Didn't they got to move up at five if nobody else in the draft is really... I mean, who else wants, just wants, who else wants to give up their whole draft to move up right now to draft one of these guys? I think that we've got to the position where we're like Cam with nowhere to go has really... You know, well, there's between this is the market now. The three names that are going to be shopped around just due to their teams are moving off of them and either going younger or they've already cut them. Jameis, he's out in Tampa. They've replaced him with Tom Brady. Teddy Bridgewater is in at Carolina and they've replaced him not only with Bridgewater, but they brought in PJ Walker and even shipped out uh, Kyle Allen. Dalton and Flacco. Dalton, who has to be traded. Mm-hmm. Because Cincinnati is still all in on Joe Burrow, <laughs> Jacoby Brissett will be available, but more than likely Brissett will gonna, fill in a he, backup. Is he role. on a contract already? So are they going to keep Brissett as the backup there? Or I mean, gonna, I would. Or they're going to move. If you're Indianapolis, I would. I would keep I mean, Brissett right I mean, because Philip Rivers is one bad two, hit away yeah, from like two years, three years, like tops. a dislocated back or something. He's just so old, and he's a statue. But he's he's more of a statue than Tom Brady is. He doesn't have nearly the pocket presence that Brady does. Well, you think about what the Panthers have done. They basically... They've cleaned house. They basically traded 
Cam Newton mm-hmm. and Kyle Allen. Well, no, they basically traded. They traded Kyle Allen for a fifth round pick, That's and exactly they traded what they Cam did. Newton for PJ Walker because they released him and signed Walker. Yeah. So they and Walker they, is they, on like they, a like a <laughs> league minimum for somebody that has Hunter, no NFL experience. Just think about experience. this. Last July, we're sitting in here, and I said, Hunter. Yeah. In eight months. Yeah. The Panthers or Terry? How about Terry sitting here in January? Terry, in Jan- I'm telling you, in two months. The Panthers are going to trade Kyle Allen for a fifth rounder to Ron Rivera. Yeah. And Rivera's not going to want Cam Newton. And Cam is going to be released, and the Panthers are going to sign P.J. Walker, which in effect means the Panthers traded Cam Newton for an XFL quarterback. Is that not Look, what happened? Do I, I got get, the facts right? Listen, they I, traded listen, Cam Newton for I an will XFL get, And this will be my moment. This is my moment. My moment. I've been, I've been waiting okay, for this hold moment. On. Let me give Hunter Terry, a moment. There's Terry. Hunter's moment. You know, you have been downplaying the XFL all year. And what has come from it? We've got two quarterbacks signed to the NFL. Mm -hmm. We've got defensive backs signed to the NFL. There's going to probably be even more that are signed to the NFL. It's exactly what happened when the AAF dissolved. They ran out of money. They couldn't pay anybody else. Players got picked up in the NFL. The XFL, to me, is doing exactly what I hoped it would be. It doesn't have to be the NFL. It's a second chance mm-hmm. for these guys to prove that they can play at the next level. That's exactly what happened. The two front runners for XFL MVP essentially were both from the same team. It was PJ Walker and it was Cam Phillips, the his wide receiver who had so many yards. Cam Phillips, guess where he ends up going? To the Seattle Seahawks. He is there on a one-year contract, and he is going to be lined up with DK Metcalf catching catching passes from Russell Russell Wilson. Jordan Tamu is playing great in Seattle for the Battlehawks. Guess what? He is now on the reigning Super Bowl champions roster as a backup for two of the XFL players have jobs, and Cam Newton doesn't. I want think about that quarterbacks. Two of the XFL quarterbacks. quarterbacks. One of them. Think about Cam Newton. Yeah. I just can't get just. But I want you to just, think just about can't this. get over this, Hunter. He was he was cut by his yeah. team. His old coach Listen. traded for his backup. Listen, and they think replaced him with an though. XFL. I want you to think about this though. <laughs> to me, I don't know about you, so I'll ask you mm-hmm. who who right now would be your front runner to win the Super Bowl next year? Well, just most based people say Kansas City. An XFL player. After only playing one year, has got an opportunity to get a Super Bowl ring the next year. Are you serious? Are you kidding me? He's got an opportunity to win the big dance. He was going to win the X Bowl, maybe. Now he's going to win the Super Bowl. I mean, come on. I want to talk about this story now, Hunter. Let's get off Cam. Let's go ahead. Since uh, I just don't know what his market's going to be. Yeah, this is a good. This is a good segue off Cam because I think we can both sit here and just say his career right now is in the air. Where he ends up, I don't know. And is he going to be too prideful if the XFL says, look, do you want to try and remake your career here? And because right now this is what we are. We're a second chance opportunity league. So what it seems like, right. like we'll still draw a crowd and we'll still pay you a couple hundred thousand dollars because of, of your name. We'll, we'll make an exception for you. But are you going to be too prideful and sit there and say, I'm starting quarterback level at the NFL even though nobody's offering you a job and not like and then just go into fashion and he's, just say that is just the, not for me. He's gonna be in the it's gonna be in the Battle Hawks. 
Um, all right, Hunter, this is a comes from the, one of those ridiculous NFL rules. Yeah. Um, so a few years ago, to combat the concussion issues, mm-hmm. the NFL made a rule that you could only have be fitted for one helmet a year. Mm-hmm. The college teams have five or six helmets. North Carolina oh, yeah. Tar Heels, I don't know how many helmets they have. They've got like four. So obviously, changing helmets is not an issue. No. The deal for them to do that was because they're trying... The NFL's folks, the NFL is what they're doing. They, they don't they don't um, sponsor or um, not acknowledge... What is it when you... Um, when you're... When you, Talking about a president, you're supporting oh, them or, or a nominee. Yeah, endorse. They don't endorse. They don't endorse a particular company or particular model. Mm-hmm. What they do is they rec- they they say these particular models are recommended for the best safety that you can get. No other body can get concussions. Blah blah blah. blah. So, but for some reason, the college players can be fitted for more than one helmet, but the NFL guys can't. Who are actually paying or being paid millions? Yeah. They actually have the the right insurance and everything. And how damn hard is it, Hunter, to fit for a helmet? To fit for a helmet, like if I fit in this helmet, I should be able to get fitted for another helmet. And the only difference is it's yeah. the same helmet. This one's got different paint and stickers. I don't understand a a Rydell two X five six five whatever it is, mm-hmm. extra large is the same as a Rydell two XS five six whatever it is, extra right. large. Whether or not it's got a yellow sticker or a blue sticker. So what I'm getting at here, folks, because this this is what it really affected. I know y'all don't care about that helmets, whatever. But what it really affected was the throwback jerseys. Was that when they put the rule in? Now you couldn't wear the throwback helmets. helmets. So the teams were wearing their regular helmets with the throwback jerseys, and it, it didn't look, look weird. And it looks weird. It doesn't look right. And it drives me crazy. And and they're talking about changing the rule possibly for 2021 like hunter why couldn't you just say this hey, year hey guy what is stopping them that they, they don't have a deal they don't have we any, don't got nothing going on right now they don't I have mean, any endorsements for for, the, for these things what is stopping the nfl from saying hey uh yeah go ahead and do, do, do two helmets that, it, those those jerseys and old helmets are so cool and by saying you can't wear another helmet i mean uh, the, that was just insane to me because that that in that you know part of the sport and they'll they'll wear these throwback stuff, but but we can't wear the old helmets. It, it was just I don't know, Hunter. Um, I, I take take you know the NFL and NCAA they like to to ha- take the fun out uh, yeah. when they can. Did you see what the NCAA did now? <sighs> you talking about um, Trevor Lawrence? Yeah, that's a joke. That's a damn joke. But go ahead with what you're talking about. Well, I was just going to kind of segue into the uh, new logos here. Oh, God. Yeah, that's those are that's just uh, they really did go with them. They really did change the Rams logo to something that a six year old drew. Now, did you see the so let's talk about first of all, the Chargers are tweaking their logo a little bit. They're taking the dark blue outline. Oh, yeah. Folks can't watch online. Uh, taking that dark blue outline at top, the top one there is the I'm old fine with one, that. and this is the, the so the Chargers isn't that that this, big of a change. No. They also changed their font, is really all they did. Eh. So this is the Charger stuff. If you see the navy blue outline, that's old. Um, I don't know what I just clicked on. 
Uh, for example, so here's some of the new Chargers gear. I'd like to show you guys some of this stuff. So Chargers not too big of a change. It's basically taking the Navy out and a little bit of stuff here and there. Now, Hunter, the controversial one, is the Rams. <laughs> and we'll pull that up. Rams new logos. Well, of course, I can't find it. What are you talking about? I tell you what, I'm going to pull this up, though. Here's their. Here's, you talking about the one with the Ram head that they did that was controversial? Yeah, the new Rams logos. I, I guess I have to get on Twitter and pull it up. Here's some of their old logos. Um, they went to the gold uh, in 2000 uh, Ram and then switched over to the white because they're trying to change their, their uniforms over back to the white and the, and the blue and without the yellow helmets. I, I like the yellow and blue yeah. the best, actually, better than I do the whites. Um <sighs> The Rams, I don't know why. This, I mean, this is, should be brand new. It just came out yesterday, Hunter. Oh, yeah, I know. It did. All right, so did you see this cat? Yeah. This, was... Did you see the one that was somebody redid for them? Yeah. Oh, no, and it looked two times better. It That's actually gave it eyes, and and you could pull it up, and it just I actually think it I made everything. It, it edged out it everything and didn't just right. make it look bland. Like, like the, it seemed like the first one was a rough draft. Yeah. And then the next one was was what fixed it. Um, I don't want to, like... Here you go. Yeah, that's the one with the fixed one. Look at that There's one. There's NFL memes. <laughs> uh, pull this over. There you go, folks. Watch it at home. Uh, folks, if you listen to the podcast, uh, we do go live on Facebook everything, and I kind of fumble around on the internet sometimes showing people, folks. Here's the... The one on the left is the actual logo. Yeah. The one on the right... Is a combo of their of of two logos, the one on the left and an LA logo. The it one on the looks right looks so much better, ten times better. They added a I, basically just looking at it. All they did was they took the the main horn off the one on the left. Mm-hmm. So you folks watching my mouse, they took this horn off and they replaced it with the new LA this LA logo on this hat right here. Here here you go. So basically, for this, for our purposes, our broadcasting purposes, which is great radio here. Um, great radio. That, yeah. So there you go. For you folks watching, there's the L.A. logo. They took that and they combined it to make that, which I think looks ten times better. And then they added yellow in for the eyes. Yeah, and you can also tell as well, they edged it out. They made, yeah. it, they made it sharper. The nose is sharper. The horn is not nubbed right. off right there. It's sharper. It just looks two times better to me. The redid one than the ones that they're running with, and like I've I said this before when it was leaked and we didn't even know if they were going to run with it. Still, it looks like something a fifth grader would bring home and say, "Look, this is cool. This <laughs> is really the, cool. That one on the right's nice. I mean, I'm really digging that one. I I'm really digging it too. Whoever <laughs> it's designed NFL memes, look, who did it? It's NFL memes look, who did it. Well, if I'm the Rams, I'm offering <laughs> them a sum of money and saying, "Look, can we use that?" Can we trademark and use that now? I mean, how much money? How much money did they spend on this? And they, they paid a company to do that, and then, and then they had a new company. And and see, you know, I, I don't want to hate on the companies that bad because Hunter, sometimes you need a different set of eyes to see something that you might not. 
So maybe a lot of these guys, what what they could do in the future is fish out the original, the, the the preliminary stuff. Mm -hmm. Like this is what we like. Give us five choices, yeah. and then you go to a different company and say, "All right, make it good." Um, so here's LA's. There's the LA plus the horn and, and the and the ram. What they're talking about there. There's the ram head. Pays homage to the organization organization's history. Pulling inspiration from the team's earliest logos, Hunter. The current ram head is a modern take on that historical look, which features the new iconic horn. Does that make any sense to you? Hey, Did any of that make any sense? Whatever. <laughs> whatever, dude. I'm so... What the hell? <laughs> I, yeah, that's literally my thought. What the hell, man? Like, this This is not... I love these people that, that do the copywriting for this. Did you ever watch uh, Seinfeld? Yeah, I've watched Seinfeld. Do you know Jay Peterman? Yes. So Elaine worked for Peterman. Yeah. And she had to do the copywriting in his in right. his in his uh for you folks who don't know, he had, had a catalog of clothes and, and stuff like yeah. nice clothes, like like J. Crew type stuff. And that's the type of stuff they had to write write about for like yeah. the urban sombrero. Yeah, yeah. Classic in yeah. style. Some people don't understand what like Elegant. Co <laughs> we're not talking copyright as in we own the rights to this. No, no, we're talking about like in media, you gotta writing. write copy. Copy writing. You gotta copy writing. Writing you know, words. Writing. You know, some people in the business will say, "I need you to write me." You know, this copy for a commercial. Like, like the, here's a good the example. Commercial. Here's so, a good example. Yeah. yeah. Soul, the Rams' new yellow. S O L O is named after the bold sunshine of Southern California. Uh -huh. And also represent now you know when they've run they they've blown it yeah when it when you do a sentence and also yeah this first sentence didn't make a lick of damn sense and also represents the soul with a U of our team holy shit <laughs> why already, didn't they just call it maze it's yellow why, it's why just weren't yellow. you just it's fancy and yellow. called it maze I wish I had, I had my camera on I can find it here on, let, let's uh. Turn Mr. Uh, uh, this guy over here. Or oh, Mr. Mr. oh, no! Banana Mountaineer just fell off. That's about the color of it. I mean, it's yellow. Yellow gold. There he is. There's Joseph Banana. That's not my banana. It's not your banana. It's Joseph's banana. Arvidas Sabonis. Technically, so, Hunter, I'm gonna technically read you one more on the picture, that was Tom Cinefani. Right. <laughs> All right, Rams Royal, Hunter. Rams Royal. Give me what they say about this Rams they don't, Royal. Because there's no such thing as just Royal Blue. Mm-hmm. Is named after the legacy that the color Royal has with the organization and in celebration of the team's history. Think about how much money okay. the Rams paid people to write that. to write that stuff and make these logos. And then NFL memes... Trump, trumps it. Did it better, did in, it better in about 10 minutes. Yeah, they did it better. <laughs> they just did it better. That would have been dope. Oh, what, modernizing the old Ram like yes. that? Yes. That would have been sick. Not I don't understand. I, look, I'm fine with keeping the Ram yeah. horn on the helmet. I think that's iconic. You got to keep that. But the one on the right for our viewers just looks 10 times better than the one on the left. <laughs> and I'm not even, I'm, and that honestly triggers me. It triggers, it triggers me. me. Well, you know, Hunter, we've always, I've been wanting to put the, the give the Redskins a new logo. Yeah, you want us to be the potatoes. 
Or show listen, me listen, potatoes. Listen, 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 listen. You can do this differently. Yeah. This is for the fun. This is this is for the folks who who um I would say are cowboys or or another fan besides the Redskins, Eagles and Giants. For fun's sake, I would laugh my ass off if y'all turned into the Washington Redskin potatoes. Yeah, there you yeah, go, folks. yeah, because everybody can skin a potato. Because you don't have to change the name. No, you don't. And, and, and look, there you go. You can you can be the <laughs> the Redskin potatoes. Someone's someone's got there the potato skins and have Mister Potato Man. How awesome is that? Just look at that, Mister Potato Head, whatever his name is. <laughs> Redskin potato <the> helmet. <laughs> That's look, just too funny. Look, if we were, went to be the Redskins and it'd be the potatoes, I would just say we don't even put the logo on the helmet and just pull a Browns and just roll with burgundy. I mean, that's fine. Just have a plain helmet and roll it with burgundy. But I'm telling you, this is the name. This we is should what be the, should the hogs. This shouldn't be hard. This should, we should gonna, be the I'm hogs. I'm going to fix it for you. No, you keep the name Redskins. And just change the logo. Yeah, just change the logo. Well, Arkansas is red. The yes. Arkansas Razorbacks are warthogs that are red. Yes. So you're for right. the folks on the podcast, I'm pulling up on the thing some warthog logos, which I think would be just fine. You because, like you said, the hogs is the, is their main is their nicknames uh, the line and, and been associated with the Redskins for years. And you can keep it red just like that. Uh, I, I mean, it don't have to be that exact. But I'm just no, saying. No, I know I, I, a I, red I'm, hog. Okay. And, and you got the red skins, and you don't have to change a thing. Technically, other than take the Native American. Technically, off that's the, what off the, the that's what Ole Miss did. Ole Miss did not change their name from the Rebels. They are still the Ole Miss right. Rebels. But what they did do was get rid of the Colonel Sanders looking figure mm-hmm. that they'd have run around. Basically, a lot of people said, "Oh, well, he's he was supposed to be a slave owner." They kind of took him away, and instead, I think they've implemented a shark. I think their mascot is, is that a shark. What, is that what it is? Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, I mean, I can do some research. We do have the handy dandy com, uh, interweb. Magic internet. It is a shark. Yeah. Tony the land shark. Tony the land shark. Yeah. How did that happen? I Dude, don't ask me. You were wanting Miami to change their name to the Dolphins, and holy Christmas, Miami. I guess Mississippi is on the ocean. Yeah. But they're on the Gulf. But dang, I did not expect that. Now, now I was going to tell a funny story about that. You do, you know the story behind the logos, right? Which logos? They're they're, they're voting. Ole Miss Rebels. You, did you hear about what they did voting on this thing? No. So a few years back, Hunter, I might have, the, and it just is the, lost the, the paper. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or the, I don't know if it's the school, but I think it was in the paper. Had a uh, had a contest, right? To name the uh, the new to name the new uh, mascot. Mascot, okay. You know what the winning name was? Do I want to? I'm showing it to you. Admiral Akbar. That was the that was the winner of the logo, Admiral Akbar, for the new Rebels. I swear to God, they voted across the school. I'm Dude, let me tell you place. something. It makes sense. And now it makes sense because they're the rebels. Yes, but honest to goodness, the the student newspaper slash school had a vote for the new mascot, and Admiral Akbar from Star Wars actually won the contest. And the school said, "We're not doing this." Listen, 
I'm glad. I'm glad some people are cultured. All Think right. about it. They won the contest. They won it's the not contest. like it was nominated. It had five votes. What was the it, shark's name? It won. What's the shark's name? What is their mascot's name for the shark? His name? Yeah. Does it does it give it a name? Sammy? I don't know. I don't know. Probably Steve. Sammy, Sammy Shark. Steve. Sammy Shark the Rebel. Oh, well, you know what? I'm trying to think. I don't know if this would tie into it. And, of course, people are going to be like, Hunter, you're such a damn nerd for knowing this. Listen to me for a minute. Do Ole they Miss, just play the baby shark? No, Ole Miss has got the Mississippi it's Tony. River. It's Tony the shark. Tony the land shark. Land shark. Okay, whatever. So he it's a land even shark. Swim. Listen, I don't know, but this it's is just, me. It's this just is, a dude named Tony. This, this is me. <laughs> Tony. Listen, this is me. <laughs> they didn't even use alliteration like Larry the Land Shark. Well, no, it's I just, know they didn't. Hey, no, no. y'all, this is Tony. No, no, no. They should, <laughs> no, 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 no. You missed an opportunity to go deep into the mind of people that grew up with Finding Nemo, and you should have named him Bruce. Bruce. Bruce the Land Shark. Yeah. Anyways, this is me deep diving, kind of reaching here, but the Mississippi River yeah. is in the Mississippi. Yeah. It connects, obviously, to the ocean, yeah. and there has been, it is known that bull sharks right. can survive in right. freshwater and are in the Mississippi River. Gotcha. So, to me, I'm like, oh, that's why there's a shark. I tell you what, I went on a... But it's more than likely me just overthinking this. Yeah, I went on a cruise uh, one time. One of our stops was New Orleans. Yeah. And to get up into New Orleans, you actually have to go up into mm -hmm. the Gulf yeah. part of the where, where the Mississippi comes out. Yeah. For... Four or five days we're on the in the Gulf Ocean, clear blue water, yeah, green water, whatever you want to call it, out out in the ocean. Right. Uh, we went to Mexico, Bahamas. Oh, no, we didn't go to Bahamas on that one. We went to Mexico and somewhere else. Where else we go? Can't remember. It don't matter. But don't either matter. way, we went to New Orleans. Yeah. And going up, that was more treacherous slash weird of a ride than any of the ocean. Yeah. Um, because. Of course, the river isn't as deep as the ocean, mm -hmm. so you're navigating right. certain parts of the river. The river now, once you get into the river, it's pretty much mud. It's, it's called the muddy Mississippi for a reason. It's mm -hmm. brown. Like yeah. so, th th yeah. this is, so you go from clear green, and, and you see the colors change as, as, mm -hmm. they, as the waters meet, and, and you go yeah. up in the Mississippi, but you're just zigzagging in. Following the channels of, of or, or right. of course, uh, to make sure you're deep enough because those cruise ships aren't small at all. No, at all. I believe that. <laughs> but I, just, I thought that was one of the weirder rides was up the Mississippi. Did you see, any, did you see any fins? No, I didn't see any bull sharks. You didn't see any. That was, the, I mean, the thing was rocking. That that was the most turbulence that we had the whole time was was during was mm -hmm. navigating the Mississippi. Now, I did see on Bourbon Street, Hunter, a the best way I could describe it would be Hulk Hogan. <laughs> From the NWO, wearing lingerie. Now, I don't, do you, now, I don't need now do you that have that picture, picture in your mind? I don't need that picture in my mind. Was walking up and down Bourbon Street, oh, God. seeing if people wanted pictures with him. I did not take a picture, but I'm just letting you know there was a guy who looked. I mean, <laughs> it, 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 the best way to describe it is Hulk. Yeah. He looked like Hulk. Now he wasn't as strong, obviously, right? But he had the blonde hair and, the, and and was walking around. He was wearing lingerie, basically. Well, on the geez. bottom and the top mm. was basically like a, a tank or something. I don't know, but it was all black. He it, but he had blonde hair, but he looked like Hulk Hogan in lingerie from the NWO era. I don't need that in my mind. I don't need. I could give him your card. 
What? And Domicong Sue is expected to sign with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Well, he was there already, so that would be him re-signing with Tampa Bay because Tampa Bay brought him in after they released Gerald McCoy to basically replace at the defensive tackle position. Mm-hmm. Gerald McCoy, of course, now is not even in Carolina he's anymore. In he's, a, he's a Dallas. He's a he's a Cowboy. So, uh, but you knew, but you heard though the story after Tom Brady had announced he was signing with Tampa Bay. Multiple players around the league came out and said, or didn't say, but their agents were in touch with Tampa Bay saying, we want to play for you because Tom Brady is there. I mean, it's, you know, somebody uses this term in, if you want to call it major media, yeah, the the man network, you know, all the big ESPN corporate networks yeah. and whatnot. He, he essentially called it, it was the LeBron James effect. Wherever LeBron goes, usually some guys follow him. They want to play with him in the league. It's, and now it's the Tom Brady effect in the NFL. He, he signed with Tampa Bay. It's a winnable division between them and the Saints. I don't know what the Falcons are going to do. And, and Carolina, they've made some interesting about, moves, but I think they're still out of it. So. Let me give you this on the Falcons, Hunter. Uh, I, I know exactly what you're going to bring up. And Every starter is a first-round pick. Is a first-round Pick Matt Ryan, Todd Gurley, Julio Jones, Calvin Redwell, Laquan, Treadwell, Hayden Hurst, Jake Matthews, Carpenter, Mack, Lindstrom, and McGarry across the line. Now, with that said, are the Panthers the favorites in the NFC South four years from now? <laughs> I know that's way out there, but you got to think in four years. There won't be a Drew Brees and Tom Brady. Anymore. That's what that's what I was going to say. Is well, Tampa Bridgewater's Bay will slide. Bridgewater's contract will be over and they'll be having success or no success by then so in three to four years yeah he can afford a three-year contract yeah in three to four years we could have completely all new quarterbacks in this division maybe even matt ryan you never know how long get guys play yeah you never you never know because I mean, you just yeah i agree 100 you never know how long they play we just saw another guy at, at age 30 retire and, and fredericks right. uh the center for dallas so, so the shelf life for nfl players really is not that long because the game is just so physical and it absolutely takes a beating on you. Uh, could Carolina be the favorite in the next four years? I, you would have to see what they do just within the next two years. I think this is the key for Carolina. The moves you make in the next two years are going to define the next seven, the next, well, let me see, two years. Yeah. The next five years well, rule of Matt for rule. seven. That's what I'm saying. So his first two years, because you can officially say he's got his players. Mm-hmm. Whatever kind of moves you make within the first and second year of Matt Rule, and so far he's cleaned house. Him and the owner Tepper have cleaned house. This is their baby right mm-hmm. now. Whatever success comes in either the third season, whether it, like well, let me rephrase that, whether it is success or whether it's failure, is how it's going to be for the next four years if he if they retain. Matt Rule throughout his whole contract. Yeah, that, that's essentially it. The moves he makes in the first two years. So Panthers fans, I hate to tell you, this year, next year, do not expect big things. Just don't understand. You're a team under a rebuild. You might have the quarterback figured out. He can win you games, but he, and I, he's not going to lose you games. But that defense is still suspect. As much stuff as you've addressed on the offensive side, the defense is still suspect. I got in year three. I think that's when you need to start going ahead and making your assumptions on whether or not Matt Rule and Tepper have made the correct moves for success. Year three. P.J. Walker. Yeah. 
has previously thrown two touchdown passes to Robbie Anderson in Charlotte. What was? Oh, hold on. Was it the? Um, what's the? What's the? What's the bowl? What was the? Was it the Belt Bowl in Charlotte and Temple was playing? Temple. Yeah, they both played. Where did they together. come to? Where did they play? It, it was versus the 49ers. They came to Charlotte and played. Oh, the they, first oh, year, oh, 2015. Oh, I thought you meant at the Panthers. Oh, 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 so they, they PJ played. Walker okay. threw a touchdown pass to Robbie Anderson in the first year of Charlotte 49ers football. Had two touchdowns in that game. So we've Listen, seen Walker to Robbie Anderson before in I, Charlotte. I want people to to heed this with a grain of salt. <laughs> God. Listen, this is me. I might just be talking out of my ass. I'm serious. I'm just going to say that. Do not think P.J. Walker is not going to push Teddy Bridgewater in practice. And what I mean by that is if, you know, Teddy obviously is a winner. I think P.J. Walker obviously has a bigger arm than Teddy, and he is more athletic than Teddy. He can move around in the pocket a whole lot better than Teddy. Now, Teddy has been able to win at the NFL level. It's something P.J. Walker hasn't done because, of course, he was scout team and was cut multiple times by the Colts. Mm Mm-hmm. But Andrew Luck was the one that personally re- gave reference to his dad, Oliver, who's the commissioner of the XFL, about P.J. Walker. So Andrew must see something in P.J. that he likes. Yeah. So, And there's a reason why P.J. Walker was having the crazy season he was against in the XFL. People can poo-poo the XFL all you want. Those are still ex-professional players, or they're on the rise to being professional players. We see that as some of them get contracts. The guy can play. He might not be the ideal size. So what? Someone's getting ready to draft two within the top five picks, and he's in more injury prone than PJ Walker, and they might be the same size. So I, I don't mm. want to hear it. See, and this is all seriousness. PJ Walker. I don't think he's going to get the starting job, but he's going to compete really hard against Teddy Bridgewater, and he's cheap right now. I think they're only paying him. I think the league minimum that they have to pay a guy who has no do you think it's like six hundred and eighty thousand signing dollars. walker that says they're not drafting quarterback yeah first round. i don't they're not drafting quarterback you got already will round. greer sitting there you signed pj walker and teddy i don't no they're not i, I think Derek. i think you might as well buy your Derek brown jerseys if Derek, you're Derek brown fans. or is isaiah simmons if he falls yeah maybe i don't think he's gonna get there I you, see, but you never know if you dump some dumb team start. The more quarterbacks to get they? picked, they're seven. seven. The more quarterbacks to get picked early pushes yeah. all the good regular players back. You're right. <laughs> see, You're right. Every year, if somebody might reach. Somebody might, at five or six always ends up with the, with they're a gonna, stud. <laughs> they're, yeah. Now somebody, and I agree with that. You know, people might move <laughs> up to get either uh, Jordan Love or get uh, Justin Herbert. I'm serious. Ca- I mean, coward, if they want saying that next year the. Patriots are going to offer whoever has number one eight or nine picks for. I've listened to that for, on his way here. He's got thirteen picks this year. He can make his team and then just offer whatever he has I next agree. year. All right, Hunter. Um, before we get out of here today, got a yeah. couple of news and notes. How about NASCAR? I love uh, what they're doing. I racing on Sunday. Denny Hamlin won. Yeah, uh, good thing he he had said that he would mm-hmm. donate five thousand dollars to poor kids if he won. If he didn't, yeah. I guess they starved. Yeah, that's how that. Yeah, that's kind of good thing that he did win. <laughs> I maybe maybe that was incentive for everybody else that was good at I racing to let him win. How do you? I hate that. Listen, if you're going to do charity, just give the charity. Right. Don't there put a no stipulation if, on it that yeah. I only get this if I don't do good. I, I that, agree. That that's not. I mean, it gives you motivation to do well, but you could just do well for charity to begin with. Um, 
how about this, Hunter? Um, they are creating um, diecast for the cars from the iRacing. So June, Dale Jr., you can buy Dale Jr. He ha- Dale Jr. sold a sponsor for his car, y'all, in the iRacing Championship. Him and, and Bobby Labonte did, too. But they did, of course, they don't have real sponsors to put on the car. So Jimmy had to put, he put his ally car. Yeah. But Dale had a had a filter time sponsored him, and they he posted a, like all the extra orders that they got from it, just from sponsoring. Like they sold out of the warehouse. Listen, and we're back. back. I'm telling you, this is gonna be something that I think NASCAR invests in, <laughs> even while. Did you watch running. any of it? No, I watched a little bit. I of it. I tell you what, I watched, and it was entertaining as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody else watching it? Kinda. I watched the in-home uh-huh. Twitter feed of Jimmy Johnson. Okay. So instead of watching the race on FS1, the right. overall coverage, yeah, Jimmy's folks were streaming him driving his car yeah. and his setup from their room. Right. So I watched that stream of the race. And for, for the folks that do know, Jimmy is not a regular at this at at i racing yeah okay if uh <laughs> so jimmy is you know he's getting ready for formula one and stuff like that mm-hmm. <clears throat> his rig is a formula one rig oh that's actually kind of dope he's got a formula one rig i'm gonna try to i'll pull it up here in just a second that's actually really cool it's, it's really cool seeing what some of the guys setups really are right like because it's a simulation, yeah, but you can get some that they simulate, you know, ground Kevin, rumble, everything. I, think, I don't know if it was Harvick's. One of them cost $40,000. That's ridiculous, dude. That's how much one of them that's had, had spent on it. ridiculous, but that's what I meant whenever I kind of alluded to it. I was like, look, I think NASCAR is going to roll with this as well, even while running real NASCAR well, races. What's neat about it is that you can get folks like... Junior, who's retired. Mm-hmm. Jeff Gordon. What if you got Richard Petty on this thing? If he knew how to work technology, <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Um, Give it a shot. So I'm going to pull up Jimmy's here for Hunter to see and for you folks online can can kind of see what he's, what he's doing here. So Jimmy, this is him racing the... Uh, in the race, in the in the NASCAR race. So if you'll look at and Jimmy's setup. For, he's using a Formula One steering wheel. He's using a Formula One steering wheel, a Formula, everything that he, he's using a Formula One machine. Mm-hmm. And he's running the NASCAR car. So what he's riding in is not the same at all to what the other guy, the other guys have real NASCAR setups. Uh, Jimmy, he's been practicing to get ready for the Indy car. So he's been running simulations on, yeah. on this. And so instead of buying a new damn rig for $50,000 just to play some iRacing, he's just going to race on this. Well, a couple of things. He's not used to doing the iRacing, mm-hmm. and then he's got a, a different weird setup from everyone else. So to make a long story short, Hunter, yeah, he basically uh, is um, is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> the, the best way I could put it is, is he's terrible. Yeah. So, but he's hilarious about it because he's on. He's he's just talking, and they're just, him and his wife, and and he's got people in there, and they're just joking. He's like, I, what they're giving? They're telling him what place he's in. Some of the guys are using spotters. He yeah. didn't even know he could have a spotter. He's like, 
we just started the race and you're just now telling me I could have a spotter. <laughs> he didn't get signed in till late, so he started the race two laps down. Oh my word. Then he caused like three or four wrecks. <laughs> So Jimmy was basically Jimmy was struggling. The seven-time champion, best driver around. Yeah, he is just causing havoc in the game. Because, uh-huh. <laughs> because he, look at it because I mean, he didn't know kind of what he was doing in, in it. So I, for you folks kind of watching, that's that's him. This is from his Twitter feed right now. We're on, um, and, and the drivers you can see on the left side. That's their view, and, and then on the right side is the Jimmy's way, setup. The way I can f- picture. NASCAR really embracing this is not making it super competitive, but making it like a thing that's just fun that you air every now and then, you know, because it's difficult to make it super competitive. Mm -hmm. It is a simulation, Uh, but it's going to, it'll be pretty fun. That's super cool, man. So the NASCAR, the people that do the simulations, actually, they drive with with, uh, no shoes uh, to feel better. Jimmy has been practicing for this formula one. So he's been driving. So he, ha- so all the other drivers in this yeah. don't have shoes. He's wearing shoes. And also, if you'll notice on this formula one setup, Hunter, his feet are above his butt. So in, and that's how you race in the, in the formula one Indy cars that your feet are actually above your booty there. So it's, yeah, look at it. Move. He, he, look, look, I mean, he's wrecked him. right there. Look, yeah. he, he's over in the, the grass. whole system moves with him, man. That's crazy. <laughs> It's only forty thousand dollars. Only forty thousand dollars. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so I want to show you. Uh, so that's Jimmy's. So let me go over to show you Denny Hamlin's. What's the problem? Denny had a nice little, nice little setup that, that kicking us off there. Yeah, we'll just I, roll. I, with I think it. I, I think I well we're, we are recording. Yeah. Right. So what I think I did was brought up the uh, when I bring up the internet and cooked Facebook, it it ruined everything. But I mean, we shouldn't be on zero. All right, um, real quick before we go, let's see. Denny Hamlin, I wanted to show his setup. Look what he's playing to to get ready. Mario Kart, <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice, dude. That's Denny Hamlin, folks. So that's his setup. So you see the difference between his setup and Jimmy's is that he's got the full uh, NASCAR roll cage and 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 the steering wheel and everything set up exactly like. Uh, he wants. He's got three screens uh, sitting there. W- what's so neat about this hunter is those side screens. They actually have the cameras. Yeah. To to be your ba- you are looking out your your window, mm-hmm. and so I, I think that. But that's just outstandingly fun. He tweeted out getting ready for today's race, and he's playing Mario Kart. And the other Gotta guys, the other guys are over there. On Gotta the, love it on the i racing. I have on the Nintendo Wii. We have a. Um, it's a it's it's Mario Racing. Yeah. But it's for, um, it's NASCAR Mario Kart. So it's Jimmy Johnson and, and Dale Jr. and Kyle Busch. There's about 20, 15, 20 drivers on there. Cool, cool, cool. And, and, and you team up with, with each other and play. So it's Mario Kart with NASCAR drivers. My kids uh, absolutely love it. All right, since we're having internet trouble, let's wrap up two things real quick. Uh, and we'll wrap up the show. Um, I, got, I got one bit of information and one joke. Okay. All right, you ready? We'll start with the information. Right. The information, the Red Sox will pay $80 million. You follow me? I'm following you. $80 million. To play on their team this year uh-huh. that are not actually on the team. Oh, oh, they're paying. You mean it's kind of like a, uh, 
It's a deal where they're dead paying, money. Yeah, it's dead money. They, right. They're paying people not that are on, that the are on the roster. Yeah. I mean, guess one of them's Betts. One of them's Mookie. <sighs> nope. Nope. They didn't owe him any money. Nope. Oh, okay. They got. They somehow escaped that. Oh well, it was so, a straight up. Trade. Remember what number I said? Eighty million. Eighty million. Folks, if we're looking online on our, on our show, that's more money than the Orioles, Pirates, Rays, and Marlins, and only four million less than the Royals spend on their active rosters. Man, so the Red Sox have dead money. They have enough dead money to pay for four different Major League Baseball teams. Damn, that's Stupid. a lot. Of wasted money. That is a lot of, a lot of wasted so money. So here's, here's where they are. Chris Sale, $30 million. David Price, $16 million. Mm. Rostillo, $14 million. Dustin Pedroia, <clears throat> $13 million. Pablo Sandoval, $5 million. And the best one of all, I don't know how he got this deal. Manny Ramirez, $2 million. My man's sitting there pulling in a residual. Manny's getting it matter? two mil this year. does it matter? Isn't he their hitting coach? I don't know what he is. He's getting two mil this well, year. Well, still. All right, Hunter, here's the joke of the day. You ready? Joke of the day. Give it to me. Walked into my... I hadn't heard from a good friend of mine in a while. Yeah. Since this corona stuff has begun. Yeah. He's an umpire, and this is day 12 without no baseball. So I'm beginning to be concerned about him. So I went over to his house where he was, and I found him just fine sitting on the couch. And I said, you haven't answered your texts or phone calls or anything Mm -hmm. in weeks. He says, it's okay. I threw my phone away because I wanted to feel what it was like to miss a ton of calls again. (laughs) Joke of the day. Joke of the day, ladies and gentlemen. All right. (laughs) That's all I got. Yeah. Uh, we'll see you guys Friday, Hunter. You coming back yes, Friday? Yes, all right, Friday. we'll be back Friday for Sports Talk. Uh, Shock Jock Sports Talk on ktcbroadcast.com. Thank you, everybody. It's just you. Just yeah. me. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, everybody. See you Friday, folks.